I feel like sometimes in life, we will go through these different stages. One stage will be, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to aspire to be an astronaut. And I'm going to go to school and join the Space Force and blah, blah, blah. And then you'll move on in life and then you'll come to this realization of I don't really know what I want to do with my life and maybe you did those things where you went joined the space force and then you became an astronaut and you did that but you still don't really know who you are and maybe you had these lofty goals or dreams of XYZ And then you never did XYZ. And you're still deciding who you want to be and who you are and where you want to go and what you want your life to look like. I think as a Christian and a spirit-filled Christian, number one, I think my basis in this and all of this and everything we're about to talk about is that I mean my basis is that first of all I am someone that loves Jesus so much and the Holy Spirit Holy Spirit himself is the one that I am closest to, the one I look to. And I once heard someone say, you are most influenced by the people you associate and the books you read. And I think now... It's a lot, we're we're influenced a lot by social media and yes, of course, books and the people closest to us impact us every single day. And so, if Holy Spirit is your best friend and the one you talk to the most and the one you're with the most, then naturally, he should be the one that is most influencing you. And not as much outside force. But in today's realm, we are probably in contact with more social media and more outside forces than inside forces. Now that's totally up to you. I mean, what you're making yourself available to. But anyways... We are changing every day based on our influences and what we're allowing ourselves to be influenced by. But what I meant to say was our basis, my basis of who I am, is founded in Holy Holy Spirit. And, I mean, we were created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. Now, yes, we have a fallen nature and carnal nature, but which is why we are called to be, to 
to renew our minds. So all these things are kind of the baseline, the foundation of who we are. And then... I think... Excuse me. It's always when I'm podcasting, I yawn. Like, I don't yawn, I swear. I don't yawn at all, hardly at all. Unless it's, like, actually nighttime and late. But then, when I come to podcast, I'm just all yawny. But it's always when Everest is sleeping, you know? So, I'm, I don't know if I'm, like, talking more slow or something. I'm not sure. Anyways. So... Also, there's this other part that I'm thinking of, and I think, well, I think most people do this, I guess you can comment or leave a review or whatnot, comment on the episode what you think, but I think people in general each and every day, well, at least I do, where I have all these dreams and goals of what I want my life to look like and goals of what I would want it to look like in the future. And I go in this roundabout, I don't know, route in my mind and it's always the same route. And I, all throughout my day, will think about, oh, you know, my life when, you know, it will look like this at some point. And these are my goals. And then I come round and circle back. And I'm like, but I'm thankful for today. And I'm enjoying today. Because, yes, all these things. Like, honestly, I would love to do YouTube as a full-time job. And I don't think I've ever really said that out loud. Well, not publicly. I say it to certain people. But it would be such a cool job and i know other youtubers has youtubers have said it's not what it's all cracked up to be but i think being able to be a stay-at-home mom and do youtube and just share my life or share whatever the lord puts on my heart would be such an awesome job and still be able to raise my kids I think so anyways I have all these goals and dreams of what I want my life to look like and then I'm thankful for today is where I come back to and I'm thankful for where we're at and yes we don't have all the sparkling things and all the whatever all the things and those things don't make you happy and really the only thing that can make you happy is relationship with the Lord and being connected and with the Lord and just being in his presence because everything else will fall around you be falling apart around you but being in his presence is the safest place I've ever found and it's nowhere else I would ever rather be But it is fun to dream, on the other hand, too, to dream about, you know, pushing for different goals or 
um, and not just like a job or things, but like goals as in like I would love to raise my kids bilingually, like or bilingually to be bilingual. And I would like to, you know, be able to take them different places. You know, you know what I mean. Just, it could be in, it's in every area. Like, even, even goals of where I would love to be with the Lord. You know, goals of, you know, our kids. I don't know. So... But it always comes full circle to, yes, I have these goals and it's so exciting to think about the future and dream about that and just, you know, but whatever, whatever, but like, and then remembering today. So I think also there's so much to, you know, the the fact that who we are is in Christ and yes that's such a broad statement and yet it's so simple we're called to be like him in every aspect so when you read the word this is who I am this is what I'm called to, to, to pray, to intercede. Jesus is in, says in Hebrews, Jesus is constantly interceding for us. We're called to pray. We're called to pray for the sick. We're called to pray for our brother. We're called to just be a helping hand. All these things you've heard a million times. This is who we are. And I think I've heard people say, you know, well, it has to be relatable. But no, I mean, being, Jesus was the most relatable person and everybody wanted to know him and be with him and around him. You know what I mean? And, and that's what we see with, like, celebrities today or really well-known people is people want to be around them and by them, you know? But honestly, Jesus was the greatest celebrity of his time. And by celebrity, I mean well-known. That's simply it. That's all I mean by celebrity. But a celebrity of his time, you know, um people wanted to be by him and with him they were addicted to him as we should be addicted to him today and influenced by him and be like him and honestly it's the reality of who we are was our the reality of who we are was founded and created by god before the foundation of the world you know And if you just sit and think about who you are, who I am, 
is like a piece of who I am. Like all, well, no, this is it. All of who I am. A piece is a piece of the Lord in a sense. Hold on, the baby is stirring and I can't find his pacifier. I think the world around us sometimes tries to influence us in a way that tells us that we need to be a certain way. And, you know, honestly, that's super tempting. And I honestly fall into it quite often. You know, needing to look a certain way, needing to act a certain way, needing to be a certain way. But that's not the reality of what we are created to be, which is why there's such an epidemic for lack of better words, of why so many people are so sad from social media because they see so much of other people in this fake world. And I know you've heard this a million times. This world that doesn't exist most of the time. And even if they do have whatever world they're showing you, they may or may not be happy. It might look temporarily happy, but they might not be happy. And so, and regardless of if they're happy or not, it's, do they even know the Lord? Because even if they are somewhat or sometimes temporarily happy, it never is this lasting, living water, lasting happiness. And even Christians, you know, if they're not in a thriving you know, Holy Spirit filled relationship, a relationship that is in constant, in in communication with the Lord, you know, spending time with him in the morning or whenever, you know, Christians might not be happy because they, you need to be in relationship, which means a daily or minute in my in my experience I feel closest when I'm in constant prayer or communication or dialogue with the Lord throughout my day I want him in every aspect of my day you know this is who I am this aspect of 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 relationship is who I am and There was a season in my life, I mean, multiple seasons where I was on this topic with myself. And, you know, I remember, (laughs) I remember, you know, developing, I guess you could say, or finding or discovering or creating who I was in high school and in college. And that transforms you know, to a different, different in college, and, and then there was a time in my life when I did know the Lord, and, um, through a series of events, I won't go into detail, but 
where I didn't really feel like I know knew who I was and I supposedly knew the Lord and was pursuing him and I went on this scale of you know this was the dialogue I had with myself was I do I even know who I am and do I is that enough I guess I remember reading this scripture during that time it was first peter 2 5 and the new living translation says and you are living stones that god is building into his spiritual temple what's more you are his holy priests through the meditation of jesus christ you offer spiritual sacrifices that please god okay so During this time, I was asking myself, who am I? And then I would think, I was very confused and deceived in this time. But I would think, you know, I like basketball. That's just something I like. That's not who I am. You know, these were my thoughts. I like surfing and I like, you know these people and I like the color gold or whatever color I liked at the time but like I was thinking of all these things that I liked and feeling like these are just things that I like but it's not who I am and I remember going to the basis of like I don't even know who I am because the things that I like are not who I am so who am I so obviously I went to the word I'm talking louder now because the baby woke up and obviously you can hear him throughout the podcast because he's talking and he likes to be a part of this podcast. But in that 1 Peter 2.5, it says, You are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. And it's so interesting because when I see this part of the verse, I think, You know, but we are his temple. He's building, God's building into his spiritual temple. I think this could go a lot of different ways. I'm not a, you know, philosopher, you know. But, so, this is just me meditating on this verse and sharing with you what my thoughts are. I could be wrong, okay? So, Caleb was talking to me a little bit about, like the temple and that we are his temple and that Jesus is inside us. This is just something he's been learning and was sharing with me. So this is not me, but it kind of goes along with what I'm talking about today. And he was sharing how, you know, Jesus is inside us, Holy Spirit's inside of us. And we're the temple that house him and that it's so important that we understand that his worship is perfect and when we worship him and we are in love with him and the love that we have is a is based on the the when we are 
acting out in life and, and, you know, the spiritual sacrifices. It says, through the meditation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. And that what's more is you are holy priests, you know. So all of these things, I feel like, you know, if they were all scrunched up into a ball, it would be in this illustration of we act accordingly, you know, praying for somebody that's sick and seeing them healed or, you know, discipling your new friend you met at the VR, you know, place and you're discipling them and you're, well, or you're just having a friendship with them and sharing what you know about the Lord and having relationship that way. But these things you do out of the goodness of your heart and flow naturally from a relationship with Christ and a relationship with Holy Spirit but that should come from naturally from an intimacy with the Lord and knowing who God is in you but then you worshiping Jesus okay wait I'm don't know that I'm articulating this exactly correct but what I'm trying to say is Jesus's worship is perfect through us and that perfect worship so we don't have to come with our worship come with all these things that we've done because we've got it all backwards when we come with him like I you know in my job I see a lot of applications and for a ministry and I see all these applications of people talking about their relationship and they're always talking about what they're doing for God and that that's their relationship but as people that's what we naturally do like this is my relationship because I do this this and this for him but that's backwards you know what I'm trying to explain with to you I feel is the correct route of relationship and so or I guess there's no really right route but I in my own you know perspective and introspection so I hope you can hear me through all this cooing um he's having a good time climbing and jumping and standing so when we worship God no okay First, intimate relationship, seeing, looking at him, and then he, like, reverberates that worship. His worship is always never-ending to the Father, right, through us naturally. And when we accept Holy Spirit into our hearts, his worship is perfect through us. And when we naturally have intimacy with the father and intimacy with the lord and holy spirit we naturally want to become more pure we want to become like him we our heart is softened to every idea that the lord will present to us and holy spirit speaks to us so then we become this translucent transparent vessel for jesus's pure worship to be seen by the father and to be seen by the world And his worship is perfect through our transparent temple, right? So in that, we never have to 
worry about our worship being less than or needing to perform or needing to give more to the Lord. All we simply need to do is love him and we become a transparent, translucent temple for God to give himself his own pure worship because we already tried giving him worship that wasn't good enough in the old testament when we gave him offerings it was never good enough it was never good enough in the old testament he talked about caleb was talking about that there was an old testament you know uh, example of this with cain and abel and he gave and abel gave his first fruit of the animal which was already given to him the animals raised themselves the animal was just given to him and then raised itself and duplicated itself and and Abel just gave it back and Cain tried to give fruit that he grew himself which will never be good enough you know so Jesus is his own pure form of worship and gives himself purely back to the father on our behalf which is the most ver- the most reason to worship him right now in your life you know and another you know so that all being said we as the temple of god that's who we are and that's what I want to be every single day. Well, I'm, I'm, I strive to be striving in the sense of the Lord says, if you're going to strive, you know, for anything, strive to be with him, strive in intimacy, you know? And strive to spend time with him. So, Then, you know, that scripture says, through the meditation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. And so that last part, I mean, basically, I already said it, I guess, was the spiritual sacrifices that we offer to God are spiritual sacrifices he already offers through us. So anyways, us being that translucent temple is who we are. And I think when I was in that really confusing stage I mentioned, I had it wrong, you know. I was looking at the things that I liked and trying to erase all those things to try to come to the basis because I was getting confused in the sense... Where, where, here's where I was confused. I said, if you take away all the things that I like and the things that I want to do and the things like, like that I have made me who I am today, then you do erase who I am. And because I was thinking, okay, take everything away of who I am because I would always strive in... I was looking at a different, you know part I was looking for different answers you know I just felt like I strived in everything I did you know and I mean I did so but I was trying to erase all of that 
And then I was like, we're all carbon copies because if you erase, erase everything that you like to do and who you are and your family and all these things, then you have just these empty vessels that are um, car- all copies. You know, we're all priests. We're all translucent vessels for the Lord. But I was thinking in more of a cynical way of like, I was just really, you know, deceived. Anyways, so yes, we are temples of God and we are, you know, living stones that offer spiritual sacrifices to God that are pleasing to him. But in that, we all have our own unique spin on how that comes forth in the world and our own influence in the world. Like... I don't have the same influence as you do because I don't know. I didn't grow up in the same town as you. I didn't go to the same school as all the same people and all the multiple schools you went to. I didn't go to that school and I don't have the same friends. I didn't go to the same bowling alley as you did in your small town and so on and so forth. So every person that you meet is a different sphere of influence and every single person that you meat has a different sphere of influence so our sphere of influences are so different therefore our impact is is majorly different therefore the people that we will impact and the lord speaks to us to pray for to whatever to just spend time with to go to a coffee and just encourage a friend is completely i will never have the same sphere of influence as you do and therefore that version of a temple and living stone that God's called you to be is radically different than who I am and in the best way and every aspect of you what your face looks like and the things that you like to do naturally that bring you joy and that make you relaxed you know that excite you every morning that that something that gets you up every morning and gets you excited about the day and these things are completely different than who I am and that's what makes it all beautiful and all worth it and I think the reality is yes there's a there's a basis and there's a foundation to who we are and then there's many things that build up to create the full picture of who we are but the foundation must be Christ must be a relationship with holy spirit and you having a give and take relationship with the Lord himself and everything can build up on that little mister was hungry so okay we're doing that now but all in all I think there is this is another thing there is a reality of who we think we are This is just such a weird concept. Okay. There's this person who you think 
you are, what you look like, your the vision, the what you the projection of who you think that you are to the world and then there's this projection of how the world actually sees you and then there's this image of who god sees you and i think sometimes they line up honestly i think they sometimes do because i've seen it well in my own life and then i think there's sometimes all those visions get skewed with the world it can be skewed by social media specifically in today's world or books or history with different people but and then the vision of what you think you are and who you are is com- could be completely different than who you actually are because you are down or you have a skewed perspective of the goodness that actually resides in your life and what you actually have and what you should be grateful for and if you're not seeing that so you have this skewed vision of who you are and what you think the world and how you think the world sees you and then there's this vision of how God sees you and honestly 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 which you probably already know this but the vision that God has for you well the vision of how he sees you is always through this perspective of Jesus. When you've accepted God as your Lord and Savior, He sees you as He sees Jesus, which is perfect and good and loving and caring and incredible, you know, perfect. And so... Yes, sometimes I think they all line up. But that's when you're feeling at your best. But I I, I challenge you to really live an authentic life where those three do line up. Now, the world might never see you. Well, shouldn't see you as Jesus, honestly. That's blasphemy, heresy what what not but the world can see you in a bright light and they should see you always as a bright light and that's what the lord called us to be a light right so so if the world is seeing you as a light in the world then you're 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 being exactly who you're called to be and when you Sorry, there's farting going on, but it's the baby promise. So, okay. I and then when when you see yourself as a light and of value and of deep worth and through eyes of grace, well then, sister, you're seeing right. And I think that should be a goal that it should line up you know all three but so anyways I think that's all for today's podcast yes I am not sending this out on the right date but 
again, we're doing what we can with what we have. But it's still coming to you. So you can follow Georgia D. Goatee GD on Twitter. Sorry. And you can. I would love it if you would leave a review wherever you're listening to podcasts or share this podcast with a friend. I would love it if um, if you have any um, topics you'd like me to talk about, feel free to um, tweet me at all and I will see you, talk to you in the next episode.